If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Crockover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. I'm Tara Bradner, and this is Hopeful Hints, an infertility podcast where you will receive quick, hopeful hints to guide you through infertility. Here, you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace as you walk through this journey to fulfill your family vision. Are you struggling with understanding what you should eat, what supplements to take, or overwhelmed by what your fertility treatment protocol really means, or simply just need somebody to walk beside you while you're going through infertility, I'd like to introduce you to the Competent Fertility Academy. It is the only program out there of its kind created by a doctorate nurse practitioner. Whether you're just starting your trying to conceive journey or have failed many rounds, the Confident Fertility Academy will help you find clarity with my proven process. You will go from being overwhelmed to confident and in full control moving forward with your fertility care. Inside the Academy is a step-by-step approach to learning everything you need to know to move forward confidently when building your family. You will receive access to lifetime monthly coaching with me and access a educational chorus. All of this comes with access for life. Head over to today's show notes to learn more about the Confident Fertility Academy. I'm so excited for today's guest episode with Maria Rothenberger. She it is dynamite. She's like me with a bunch of letters behind her name so we can... Oh, by Tara and Maria. That's right. That's it. We're technically both doctors due to our degrees. and But, you know, Tara and Maria is lighter. (laughs) Let's start out by sharing a little bit about your personal connection with infertility. Oh, sure. Well, I like to say fertility issues, but, you know, that's a side note. Um, We we tried to conceive for six and a half years. And... um, I know the darkness, man. I know the struggles. I know, <laughs> I mean, there aren't words, right? Right. Um, so we we came to a place where actually uh, my husband and I were looking at divorcing because fertility stuff had just. <laughs> I'm going to bloody right there. Yep. I'm going to have you back and we're going to do an entire episode on that because yeah. I have been there. Goodness. Yeah. How many listening have probably been there, but we don't talk about that when we don't for various reasons. We need to open it up. So I'm going to say right there, I'm having you back sometime. We're going to touch on that su- subject alone. Done. So yeah, we, we were in a really rough place and uh, worked on our marriage for a year. And at that point I was doing other things too, to take care of myself, um, including just like, including like the main thing was meditation for me. Um, and, and I started realizing actually the reason why I started meditating was because I found out about mindfulness-based stress reduction, which is like a psychotherapeutic thing. 
And I'm like, this is bullshit and I'm going to prove it wrong. So I'm like, that's it. Research based, is it? Like, someone just made this up. <laughs> it was, but it was research based. I still, I still was like, this is dumb. <laughs> so decided to do that. And I was like, well, I'm going to give it 90 days. What else am I doing with my life right now? Um, life pretty much blows. I'm depressed. Um, I hate it. We can't have children, whatever. So I started meditating and after 90 days, um, I've really like, it was hard. It was really hard. Um, I noticed that I wasn't flipping people off when they would cut me off on the call. I was like, oh, maybe this has worked. I, I started just being completely cool with how life was. I started being like, life is really actually pretty great. Um, I'm finding that I'm grateful for this, grateful for that, you know, that whole gratitude thing. But I really felt it. It wasn't fake. I felt it. And um, sooner or later, my relationship with my husband got better. We just celebrated 17 years last Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, good. Yeah, it was amazing. And so at that point, I was like, you know what? We had two um, two embryos or three three embryos on ice. And um, he he was very much like, I, I still want to be a dad. And I was like, okay, no, we'll try it. And I don't want to, you know, destroy or whatever it is, these embryos or donate them to research or anything. I wanted to use them. So we transferred them. And that's the only cycle that I got pregnant. Um, but it didn't last. Um, I did lose that baby. Um, and still, I was zenned out. Yeah. I remember um, now normally I would, I would be devastated for at least a month, like non-functional. Um, and I remember the next day walking down the stairs and I did like totally illegal. I, threw, I took all of those needles and I popped them right in the garbage. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you for done. I felt so free. <laughs> like so people right. are asking right now as they're listening what is this meditation program you did so i know can you disclose that and did you oh my gosh of course <laughs> yep we'll get yep. it in the show notes do you get like a cut like you should be getting a cut or something no 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 meditation is meant to be free and yes. um i everybody's meditation is different i specifically did mindfulness meditation which was from that mbsr mindfulness-based stress reduction okay um, Mindfulness is just paying attention on purpose in a specific way. So that means when you have a hundred thousand thoughts floating through your brain, you notice them. That's all right. And acknowledge that's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. <laughs> um, that's it. And it's frustrating. It's really frustrating in the beginning. I did an eight week um, mindfulness meditation training. And I remember, because you have to take notes every time you meditate. And I remember writing, I'm judging my mind's thinking. And then I'm judging the judging. And then I'm judging the judging of the judging. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. But that's the mindfulness. You're just noticing what's happening, right? So I did that. And I did that. Uh, my goal was 30 minutes a day, five days a week. I did not meet that goal. It was more like 20 minutes a day, four days a week. Sometimes I would meet the goal, but it was not like that. And still had the effect that I did. Um, and that can, that's not just me. That's many, many people. 
to have so good that effect. I think maybe we can once again consider this a tool to use during infertility and outside of infertility when other life situations yeah. happen to us. Yes. Oh my gosh. Right. Well, that's the skill that that I use for you know I'll use for the rest of my life, and I teach to other people. It's and it's free. Friggin' a. What's free in fertility stuff? <laughs> Right. It's totally free. You don't need to be taught how to do it. You sit, you just do it. Um, and you get frustrated and you throw shit like I did. You know, I was really, up, you know, annoyed by it, but, but it, it worked. So, um, yeah. And so, um, that's, we came to a point where we had our last cycle and I felt free from the fertility world and we had a conversation and I'm like, babe, wouldn't it be cool if we could just move forward without kids? Like, well, that would be so great. What if we had like six dogs and we got a bigger property and we could travel? And he's like, okay. And I mean, I went like nuts planning. I was like, oh, really? oh my God, we could do this, we could do this, move this money here. Move this. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And I was so excited about living child free. And then two weeks later, my husband was like, yeah, you know, I really just, I really want to be a dad. But I'm still, still zenned out. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> look at adoption, right? So um, we started the adoption process shortly thereafter, and we were approved shortly thereafter. And our baby came home six months later in a freaking miracle thing. That's I, I wrote about. Oh, there's my book right there. I wrote about it in Transcending Infertility. It's crazy how stuff just happened um so that's my role in the fertility you're going to link your book in today's show notes so you guys check it out and we'll link everything to you because i feel like you have so much which is amazing let's jump into your three hopeful hints they are i said this a lot but these are these are so so good so hopeful hint number one you can find peace even before you have a baby in your arms aka resolve infertility which is yeah the word infertility is a whole other thing for me but um just how I felt you know I I felt like life was freaking good and I didn't have a baby I didn't need that to feel like life was great um I I credit the shift to um meditation but we we did a boatload of work man we had you know marriage stuff I started I started noticing tiny things like bees flying around the lavender in our backyard you know i just started really being in awe of like living um and this is coming from from someone who was i was literally suicidal i mean i'd be driving to work and like stop at a stoplight and i would feel oh my god another thing another barrier stopping me from moving forward. You know, this is how like deep and dark and I giggle a little bit because I feel like, so I just want to hug that girl, you know? Um, but that's, it was dark. It was a dark, dark, dark place. I think people that haven't been through infertility don't realize the mental health impact this disease carries right. because I could list off a handful of people I know personally and through my work that have had suicidal thoughts. Yes. Over very angry deep dark thoughts so if that's you and you're listening we want to hug you <laughs> that's right yeah that's right that there's let's get some tools on board and work through that because it's a real thing and what you're feeling is real it's so real it is real and it's resolvable 
And you are so not the only one. I know people say that over time, but wow, I wish people would talk about that and the marriage stuff a lot more. We just don't talk about these things. Yet we all need to be talking about these things. So yes, we do. So Maria, we're going to talk more about that marriage piece. If you are already in a space where you're not able to communicate well, the fertility stuff just enhances what's already there. So couples who communicate well and, you know, and they do well together, that is oftentimes enhanced. So I call that the orange theory. That's from Wayne Dyer. He, he talks about when you squeeze an orange, what comes out is what's inside. Well, when you squeeze a relationship or yourself, like stress, what comes out is what's inside. All right, that makes so much sense. I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. So you see how we can go deep into the couple. We can. In the meantime, let's do that. So I wrote, you can connect and communicate with your spirit baby before they are earth side. I know. Okay. So here, here's how I roll, right? I have all these letters after my name as you do, right? So we're like sciencey, science, 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 science over here. And then over here, I'm very, you know, esoteric looking at things that we can't measure, you know? So energy healing and things like this. So I'm like both. I love both. So when I talk about being able to connect with your spirit baby before they're born, um, this is a really, a relatively long story, but I'll keep it short. When I was um, out of the fertility struggle world and finally, um, you know, able to work well, I started specializing in fertility issues and counseling. And I met with a woman who had unfortunately lost her twins late term pregnancy. And so we were working through her grief, right? So that's what you do in counseling. You work through grief. Well, in the middle of our session, I had the very strange experience of her two babies coming and bothering me, like being chatty, like if in my space, like you need to tell we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here, we're here, blah, blah, blah. I could see them. I could hear them. And I thought I was nuts. And so I just ignored it. Well, I drove home. And they were, I, they were messing with my radio and they landed on, I was listening to podcasts and they were flipping between these podcasts and they landed on one finally that said, get over yourself right at the moment that host said, get over yourself. And I went, oh my, okay, sassy people. I still didn't say anything. I didn't tell my husband. I didn't tell nobody. I just thought this is, I'm making this up, obviously, right? This is like crazy. Um, well, same thing for two freaking weeks, Tara, two freaking weeks. These babies follow me around. You got to tell them, you got to tell them, you got to tell them, tell her what's going on. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Um, well, so I, I saw her again and, um, we were in the, in the middle of a session and here, of course they are again. And, um, I, I stopped the therapy. I said, okay, she was just stuck. And I said, okay, this part right here, not therapy. And I will extend your therapy session if you want, but how open are you? And she said, I'm very open. And so we started having this conversation and she's like, how do you know that? How do you know the doorbell's ringing in the middle of the night? Pictures are falling off the wall. My husband's a prankster. Like, how do you know this stuff? I'm like, I don't know. They're freaking telling me and it's freaking me out. Oh, I love it. So that was like, eight years ago now. And I never said anything ever again to anybody in counseling or otherwise 
I just kept exploring this. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And I did some trainings and, and these kinds of things. And finally, I came to a point where I realized, oh, this could actually be really healing for people. She was like so comforted by this. Um, and it really helped her heal her grief, I think, much faster than I could have helped her with traditional grief counseling. So that's what I mean by you can communicate before your baby is even earth side. Um, and now I do, I do spirit baby communication. Um, I, I opened that up a year ago in July, July, 2020. And it's been, I mean, I, I just consider it one of the most healing things for people, um, going through this. Um, and you don't have to, you know, believe quote unquote, that it's real, um, until you work with somebody and they're they're saying the things like the doorbell's ringing in the middle of the night and like the yeah. pictures are falling up the wall. And then you're like, oh my God, how do you know that? Um, so yeah, um, I think that it brings such comfort. Um, there's a book called Spirit Baby by Walter McKitchen that if people are interested, they can look it up. Um, and they talk about, he talks about um, how to call in your spirit baby, how to communicate with them, how to know that they're present. It's really cool. That is so beautiful and such, like you said, if it's going to improve or speed up, speed up healing, that is yeah. a gift. It's a gift. Yeah. I feel like that's what I've seen. Now, of course, a certain kind of person is drawn to my work, right? That's very spiritually minded, those kinds of things, right? Um, so if you go into it being like, we're here, prove it. Right. And that's, then that's probably not going to be an open, you know, communication right. kind of thing. Hopeful hit number three. How many people need to feel in control when they're going through? Use your hand unless you're driving right now. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I was just having a conversation earlier that I think if you're not type A, when you go through infertility, you become type A. Yeah. Yes. Actually, I wanted to do, here's my sciencey brain. I've said for years that I need to do research around personality types and fertility struggles because I see so many type A people, a very small amount of type B. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore, but folks who are like, or any of Rams. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Are you an INFTP or whatever? Whatever. Um, Yeah. Um, No, I I find that people who are like, you know, they're very structured and they put things in order and color coded and I have all the things and the spreadsheets and the, I feel like, they, that is related to like fertility stuff. But anyway, that's a research project I would love to do someday. Uh, but the third uh, helpful hint is you are much more in control than you think you are. Um, now, I have a different approach to feeling in control. Traditionally, when we think of being in control, we think of finding the prescription for being your most fertile self and then doing all the things. I approach being in control as actually letting go of all of that shit. Um, And when I say letting go, I don't mean not doing anything. I mean, doing some stuff, but trying on for size what what fits you. Listening to practitioners, listening to your physician, listening to your health coach or whomever, that's fine because they've got a ton of information, but you know your body and you know your mind and soul way more than anybody else does. So here's an example. I had a physician um, suggest to me that I should go on the ketogenic diet. I inside felt, I don't know if that's really right for me. It doesn't really feel that great, but I'll try it. So I did it. 
not helpful for me. I felt more sluggish. I felt meh. Um, and I knew it ahead of time, but I did it anyway. And that's the example kind of thing that I'm talking about. When you, you, when you receive information from other people who are lovely and beautiful and want to help you, it's fabulous. Just try it on for size. See if, if it fits. Like if an ice, when I preach meditation, if it doesn't fit you, don't do it then. It's fine. What matters more is that it feels right to you. That puts you in much more control, right? There's a physiological response when you do the things that feel good to you. But when you engage that parasympathetic nervous system, you're, you're, you're in that place where you're like, this feels good. This feels really good. Now, why does that put you in more control? It puts you in more control because when you clear out all the crap, you're able to see the forest for the trees. You're able to see, oh, this is my path. This is the next thing I need to do. Nope, that doesn't feel right. Nope, that doesn't feel right. This feels right. Yay. That actually puts you on the path that you, you need to be on. So that's what I mean by you're actually more in control than you think. You just have to tune into it and get rid of the noise. There's so much you have to offer. We're going to have you back. These are short, hopeful hints. But tell us more about where people can find you, what you offer, and how we can connect with you. Sure. So probably the best place is my website, drmariarothenberger.com. I am still doing psychotherapy. That's getting less and less, but um, I am licensed in Oregon and New Jersey. So if you happen to be in those states and need uh, counseling specific for fertility stuff or family building in general or living child-free, um, I'm happy to help with counseling there. Um, probably the biggest thing that people seek me out for right now is spirit baby communication, but also fertility coaching. I, I do not have a, none of the letters after my name are related to physical health. So like I don't do medicine, I don't do nutrition and those kinds of things. I'm much more focused on mental, emotional, and spiritual wellness. And then spirit baby communication are the biggest ones. I will put her links in the show notes for today. It's amazing <laughs> to go and check out all of the things, which I'm looking right now, like, what am I going to book with you? Thank you for joining us today, Maria. And heck yeah. Thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode of Hopeful Hints. We'll see you back here next week, Tuesday. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over and hit subscribe or leave a review for Hopeful Hints and Infertility Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you back here next week, Tuesday. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Crockover helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.